the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun, and we might actually learn something along the way. I'm Dave. And I'm Ian. And this is our show. Yeah, I'm going to bring us in. Ian, are you going to bring us in? Oh, I'm bringing us in. Yeah, you are. I done brought us in. Coming in hot, Ian. Yeah. This is Dave. This is Ian. Yeah. And I brought us in. Team Clear Coat Podcast. Yeah, we're professionals at this. Autom- we're not. No, we're not. No. Automotive Podcast? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. I, that was a question, I guess. But <laughs> automotive Podcast? <laughs> <laughs> this time, we actually are an automotive podcast. Automotive Podcast! Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's as high as my voice goes. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, just get me angry. Just get me angry and I'll get, I can get up there. Yeah, you get a little squeaky. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, not not going to happen this time, though. No, because we don't have reasons to be angry. We don't because this is this a special track day episode of Team Clear Coat. That's we, right. We, we did a track day together uh, and we had an instructor with us. And we tried to do a whole thing, and we were, uh, you know, moderately successful. In Team Clearcoat fashion, we were about uh, 100% successful 50% of the time. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way to put that. Thank yeah. you. Um, so let's just let's just get right into it. So yep. what, what we did the other day was we went to High Plains Raceway in... Uh, Byers, Colorado. The, the tourist destination of Byers, Colorado, <laughs> um, you know, right past the, uh, the amusement park and the world-class museums. Uh-huh. There, there is a racetrack out there. It looks like it's surrounded by farms, <laughs> but that's just, a, it's all a ruse. It's a it's ruse. Like, yeah. yeah. It's all a huge underground city. It's a mole, mole, the mole people live oh, out there. Oh, the moleman. Yeah. The, oh okay. yeah, yeah. The moleman, uh, the famous moleman of Byers. And, uh, uh, it was part of SCCA's Track Night in America program, and yep. they were tracknightinamerica.com. Yes, so uh, they do these all over the all over the country, and they do them in the middle of the week. And basically, you can bring whatever you want. You need a road legal car. Yep, and a helmet. Yep, and they even have packages where you can buy. Uh, the helmet with your registration, and they're crazy cheap. So he, it's a cheap way to get uh, a seat time and a helmet. So here's the thing about helmets: they're expensive. They are expensive. You you're gonna pay like three hundred fifty bucks for on the low end. On the low end for and a then helmet, they just go up from there. Yeah, they yeah they, yeah no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Tracknet in America has a package where you can get a full face racing helmet, a bell, a very nice bell. It's actually the same one that I have. Um, the bell Sport for two hundred dollars, and then plus the registration fee. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's like a hundred and fifty dollars off that helmet right there. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Yep. Uh, um. And and they have uh instructors at the at the racetrack with you. They won't ride with you, but they they will give you instruction on the on the line, and they'll observe what you're doing and and be able to uh, tell you when you're fucking up. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. They'll uh. Yeah. They answer any questions that you have about um the approach for that you should take for your car. Um. It's in typical uh, fashion from the other track days that we've done. We've seen a lot of the same things carry through. So, um, it is it 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 cost us what a hundred dollars, hundred and fifty dollars. I registered late and it was a hundred bucks. Yeah, I, it was a hundred bucks for me too. Okay, um, um, I think the normal price is a hundred and fifty. Sometimes they drop it depending yeah. on what registrations like. Um, it was a little cold out there. Yeah. Um, so I think that kind of kept the numbers down a little bit. So. So some of the kind of key things to that you'll uh, to expect when you uh, register, you show up, uh, you you show up, and you are uh, uh, classed into uh, a class of your own choosing: novice, intermediate, and advanced. Well, yeah, and you list your experience on the website. So they yep. had a, a printout of that, and I said. I had I had put myself in the intermediate group, right. and I listed my previous driving uh, experience on there, and I was like, "Is that is that the appropriate spot for me?" And he, he asked me a few questions about the my previous things that I had done. He was like, "That's the perfect spot for you." There you go. Yeah. So um, I was in the novice class mainly because my car is slower, mm-hmm. um, you know, and. Yeah, I'm. I am comfortable on the track, but uh, my car is just simply slower, so I'm more. Uh, I'm going to be less of a nuisance to the novice group than I would be the advanced or intermediate <laughs> group. I don't think. I don't think that's true at all. Um, there was a. You know, there was my car in the 
advanced group and the the a GT86 and your car is faster than both of those in a straight line in a straight line yes for sure yeah um so it's um you you have your your classes it's a it's a cheap low pressure way to get your car off of the street and onto the track to drive it quickly um the the main current of the uh event is that it is non-competitive you're not gunning for position you're not gunning for place you can go as hard as you want and be as hard as you want on your car and it's a it's a nice way like honestly you could you could motor around there just as you were comfortable and not piss anybody off you know yeah it's uh i mean you'd want to do that in the novice class you know, but it's, it's an, it's a really interesting way to get your car on, uh, onto the track and kind of get like bad driving out of your system. You know, like I, I say bad, like, but like illegal driving, speeding, <laughs> right. you know, having fun in a car. Right. You well, know? and the, there's a couple other things too. I mean, um, uh, and we had an interview that we sadly, we, we kind of yeah. we lost, uh, due to some technical difficulties with, uh, one of the organizers, Ian. Uh, so it was Anthony and Ian were the two main, yep. uh, to work two main workers there and they were both great. Um, and, and Ian had some good points about, um, you know, basically learning the limits of your car Mm -hmm. makes you a better driver on the street. Um, in addition to kind of getting fast driving out of your system. So you're not doing that, you know, in school zones and shit. Right. Right. And then, um, you know, another thing I think is that, you know, the things that make you good at driving on the track also make you good at driving in the real world, like keeping your eyes up ahead of you and being and using, you know, being just like aware spatially of what's around you. Exactly. You know, being aware of traffic, being aware of, of how fast a car is approaching you, how fast you're approaching another car, how fast you're approaching a, a turn or yeah, something that's fixed. Yep. I mean, and so all, and developing that rhythm of a scan, like, uh, you know, like a pilot would where you, you know, like a pilot would check, you know, the horizon, he would check the altimeter, he would check his airspeed and then kind of cycle through all uh-huh. of those things. Yep. You kind of do the same thing on a racetrack, you know, like, oh, I'm going to pull off out of this slow corner. I'm going to have a minute on this straight to just reset and check my mirrors and check the instruments and do everything I need to do. You know, so getting that, those rhythms down, that's good habits for the street. It is. It definitely is. Yeah. It, it certainly makes you more aware of things that are around you on a, on a daily basis. It makes you a more capable driver. Uh, knowing just the, how to get to the limits of your vehicle safely. Right. Because you can't do, you can't find the limits of of a vehicle legally safely on the street. You can't, you just can't do that. Yeah. With most modern cars, that's for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so being able to do that on a track is nice. Even if you never push it to what is, you know, the so-called limit of the car. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So now that we've talked about kind of the ideal, let's let's get to us. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is about (laughs) us. This is our goddamn podcast. Yeah. So um, we we had different goals and starting points. So let's let's talk about our preparation for the for the track night and also like what our goals were for going into it. And then we're going to get into some segments that were recorded at the actual yeah. event. Yeah. So Dave, you go first. What, we, what what did you do to get ready and what, what were you trying to accomplish by going to this event? So the primary goal for me going to an event is to just drive quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I just need, want to get a lot of Seat full time. throttle, uh, acceleration out. I want to, I want to, I want to have my car go 110 miles an hour, you right. know, like, and so, um, I, I really enjoy that. So, uh, my preparations, well, let, let me back up. So the goals were really kind of first, don't break anything. Yeah. Uh, take it as easy on the car as I can and still have tons of fun. Um, then my, uh, my, my secondary goal was kind of, uh, focus more on placement on the track and rhythm. Mm-hmm. And, um, through the turns, not upsetting where the weight of the vehicle is um, by letting the clutch kick or anything like that, you know, or or uh, tapping the brakes, you know, and not up, yeah. being smooth and uh, and not upsetting the vehicle, right? Uh, because that that does make a big difference. So that uh, that was those were my goals as far as um, preparations. I put my summer tires on, mm-hmm. uh, had them balanced. Um, I took the bike rack off of my car. 
And then I did the standard thing that we do for track days where we uh, dump out um, everything that's in our cars, the sob yeah. rescue kit, yeah. um, you know, which weighs like 200 pounds on its own, mainly because it has inside my sob rescue kit, there's actually a Honda Civic. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an appropriate sob rescue kit, right? Actually. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You have like a DI cassette. You've got some coolant. You have a serpentine belt. You have like, you know, uh, uh, 17 oil. clutch cables. 17 clutch cables thank you and a 1997 honda civic <laughs> yeah perfect wouldn't that be great yeah yeah so um like it could be like one of those dinosaurs that you had as a kid where you'd put uh, it in the yes, water and it yes. would just inflate yes <laughs> yes that's good i shouldn't i shouldn't clap but yeah that that is good i like i like that yeah just a, a little uh hi- dehydrated honda civic um yeah so you know yeah, get the floor mats out you know get all the uh the chewing gum and stuff off of the roof of the car and uh, yeah and uh that's about it um you know as far as prep goes yeah yeah um i need new brakes you know and i i have new brakes ready to put on um but i just kind of wanted to burn through like whatever's left you well, know that, that's a good way to do it i didn't want to torch like brand new new pads and, and like glaze brand new pads on at the track right yeah so so anyway how about you ian uh run me through your goals and your preparation so my prep was um uh also putting summer tires on removing all the accoutrement out of the out of the car what and then, you- uh, a lot of praying <laughs> praying That's praying is good uh what you gotta you gotta sacrifice um some like you got to burn some electrical tape at the altar of, yes. of the Bosch gods. You have to release blue smoke. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You have to, you have to do that. Otherwise, uh, the Volkswagen and, and, and Bosch gods, they will smite you. Goddamn Bosch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so my goals were, so I had the, the lemons race coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, so I wanted to re-familiarize myself with the track and basically just make it, you know, like I did for the chump car race in, in October when doing the simulator work. Yep. I it was it's just one less thing that I have to concentrate on if I know the course pretty well. Yep. Have that muscle memory, have that course right. just ingrained. Right. Or at least like not have to wonder like, oh, do I have to go right or left here? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, at, at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um so just you know, familiarizing myself with that, um, remembering the breaking points, remembering that there's that little hole on the left side of the straightaway um um right at the exit of turn three right when you get onto the big back straight okay um you know just the little little things like that and then and then also i really wanted to work on my braking zones because i knew that's where i was losing time even before zev told me that okay okay um and um and i I think i think i was largely somewhat successful on that nice so um so should, let's talk about Zev real quick. Let's talk about our instructor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Zev Barnett, we met him. He used to work at uh, Wine Country Motorsports down in um, down in Centennial in in, in uh, Colorado here, and um, he uh, runs a nonprofit. Yes, um, and is also a driving instructor. Yep, um, he he does driving instruction for B, uh, the BMW Owners Club. Yes, so his nonprofit that everybody should check out. And if you're in Colorado, uh, volunteer. Uh, I'd certainly like to do something like this. Uh, it's you can go to his website called peanutbutterplan.org. Yep. So this uh, this uh, nonprofit organization basically gets together and just makes tons and tons of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and then gives them out to uh, uh, homeless people or people that are down on their luck. Yeah, and they're up to, uh, I think he said about uh, 109,000 sandwiches given away, uh, literally tons of toiletries and uh, and other uh, necessities given out. Um, And then they also, he wanted me to mention. Oh yeah, they have a fundraiser they coming up. They have a up. fundraiser coming up. So if you're in Denver, um it's going to be at Marlowe's, which is down on the 16th Street Mall. Yep, yep. It's a wine fundraiser. Um uh July 28th at Marlowe's in Denver. Uh go to the uh Peter Butter Peanut Butter Plan uh wine fundraiser and you know, drink a lot of wine. Yep, peanutbutterplan.org. Yep. Yeah, so check check out Zev's charities. Yeah, you can make a cash donation, you can sign up to be a volunteer, and you can check out their upcoming events like the wine fundraiser. Yeah. Uh, so Zev was our instructor. Yes. And he, he so kindly volunteered his time, and, and we're very thankful for that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because I don't think he really... 
knew what he was getting into. He just kind of not with me met a couple idiots at the at the racetrack, and that was it. Yep. So, yep. um, and so we we you went out. You go first because you you sure. went out. Um, with the you registered with the novice group. I was with the yep. intermediate group. So you went out first. Uh, on like a parade thing. Yep. Yeah. That so looked, the, that looked slow. It was. So the first thing that they did for the parade lap was, um, or, or for the novice group, I should say, is a parade lap where you just follow the leader, mm-hmm. and it was very slow. Mm-hmm. I I think maybe on the back straightaway, you know, the the longest straightest section of the track, we maybe got to like sixty miles an hour. Okay. And I mean, super early braking, just puttering around. You know, like you could probably ride a bike around there faster. Yeah. Um. But you know, it's it's to help novices understand you know and so um we did that i think maybe two laps like that maybe three and they kind of escalated in speed just a touch each time very very gently um they uh had made the statement that they were going to be on the racing line during those parade laps but they weren't they stuck to the outer edge of the track and i wasn't exactly sure why Hmm. maybe it was just kind of a miscommunication and they wanted people to learn the track and then the line but um, yeah, I wasn't exactly sure okay. uh, why they did that. So, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, I, that's uh, typical for a novice group, you know, and, and I do know High Plains pretty well. I um, I think I'm a really quick study when it comes to uh, uh, pattern recognition and right. um, like that, that is my, like, I'm like my savant thing is is actually pattern recognition rubik's cube cubes yeah exactly like why i'm actually good at super hexagon right you know right. uh like stuff like that <laughs> right and um so uh you know i i can piece together a track very quickly in my mind it it takes maybe at the most two laps to okay. to like have have every single turn memorized oh, okay right? i like i play i used to play um uh, Gran Turismo, what was it, three or four on the PlayStation 2. It was four on the PlayStation 2. And it was just a Nürburgring simulator for me. And I had every single turn on the Nürburgring just completely memorized. That's crazy. You know, yeah. It, but it, like, I just put that stuff together. I cannot... I still like driving home from my house. I'm like, what, which, what, which one is this now? <laughs> I, I occasionally will forget something that somebody has told me one second before. Uh-huh. Or if I meet someone and like, oh, hi, Tom. And then I'm like, shit, what's that guy's name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Uh, because I am a human goldfish. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, so uh, did the parade laps and then uh, brought us in and then they kicked it over to the uh, advanced and intermediate group, which they had put together because they did not have enough to uh, run separate groups for those. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my first time out was just the at speed yep. um, thing. And I, uh, I had, Zev was with me that first, that first um, time out. Um, and it was like... Uh, you know, I, I was definitely rusty. I, de- I definitely didn't remember the track a hundred percent, but I think, really? uh, yeah. Okay. But then I, I think I, I think it came back to me pretty quickly and they were running the short version of the course. Yeah. It was a shorter version of the course. It's not, it wasn't the shortest configuration on the, of the course. Cause there's that, you can like shortcut and yeah. take out like turns six and seven and all that. Yeah. Um, but basically they cut out turns nine, 10 and 11, I think it is. Uh, we're we're going to go through the co- the track in a little bit here, but... Uh, 10, 11, and 12. 10, 11, and 12. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 9, 10, 11, 12. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it, it, is a, it was a little bit shorter version, but uh, it was still good to, to get back out there and kind For of sure. refresh my memory. And I was definitely braking way, way early and go, not carrying enough speed through the, a lot of the corners and stuff like that on okay. our first session. So. Okay. Uh, and then you had a session yes, by so, yourself. Yep. So I had a session by myself, uh, just got a couple laps, and then all of a sudden, Dave got black flagged. He did get black flagged. Why, why, how, why did you do that, Dave? Well, w- we'll talk about it on the recorder. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we recorded uh, a recap after our first um, like at-speed sessions, um, and we're going to listen to that right now. Hey, Dave. Ian. Turn off the key. Oh, God damn it. Thank you. Go. Okay. 
We're, that was in. That was in. That's going. Oh, that's yeah, staying for here. Sure. We're not editing that out. Nope. So we're here. We're here with Zev. We are at High Plains Raceway. Both of our cars made it to High Plains Raceway. That's true. And we've both done one session. Yes. We are in between sessions. Well, I did a, a part of a session, thanks to you, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Zev, say hi and introduce yourself a little bit. Hi, guys. My name is Zev Barnett, and uh, I, I was roped into coming out here, <laughs> I think, to, to watch Peeling clear coats going around the track at high speed which has been very fun so high-ish speed we'll say yeah exactly medium-ish speed <laughs> which we're, we're, we're working on improving we're that's that's our goal for today yeah so zev is our instructor for the day yes um so dave you need to get out of my car so we can go back we can go back out and then we will recap after i get done with this session excellent that sounds wonderful okay bye bye ian hi Hey, we're back. We are back. So, it, real quick, I said that we were going to listen to the part about me getting black flag. No, that's on section two. So, oh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, section yeah. two. Section two. Anyway, go on. Um, yeah. So, like we were saying, the first session, um, you did one on your own. I did one on uh, with with Zev in the car with me. He was riding. Yep. He was riding. And he had, you know, some, some definite uh, pointers for me and some... Um, some things he wanted me to work on. Uh, for the next session, after that, yep. he was going to go with you. Yep, he rode with me. He rode with you. Well, he he was going to, and then he got pulled out of the car. There was some yeah. There was, some, there was a miscommunication um, about Zev being in the car with you, um, and we remedied that in kind of a kind of an interesting way. I think. Yeah. So let's go ahead and listen to that now. Ian, Dave, uh, how'd it go, buddy? It went well. So I rode I rode with Zev that time. Okay. And I definitely saw some places where I need to be better. Um, sure. Or, you know, just do, do things a little bit differently. Um, so the, the things that I'm trying to work on, so I'm trying to get ready for the lemons race in a couple of weeks. Yes. That's out here. Um, so just trying to cement the line a little bit, get used to traffic again, and, um, and you know, generally just, like, be a, a better driver. Okay. And not shitty. <laughs> Zeb, what 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 do you think? I think he can do it. Uh, we're, we're 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 I'm t- I'm showing him uh, how to make his balls a little bit bigger at the end of the straight, um, the the this the front straight because um, he's most of the way there. But we're, we're gonna we're gonna this next session is gonna be key. Okay. You know, we're going to push a little harder into the turns and break a little bit later. Oh, but that's, that, how, that's, that's a majority of the time that you see right now that could be made up is the is later breaking, harder breaking. Later breaking, yeah. Ian Ian actually knows the track pretty well. He's just not using all of the track. Okay. So he's probably too polite. <laughs> scurred. Too scurred. That, that sounds about right, Ian. Yeah. Well, I also drive a, you know, 13-year-old Volkswagen, so it's going to break at any second. You're going to say you drive, you, drive kids, you drive around with kids all the time. Oh, uh, well, that too, but that, <laughs> I, that, I don't drive any differently than I do out here. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why Nico l- l- loses his mind in a hilarious fashion when yeah. Ian has open road in front of him. It's true. <laughs> Wide open on the throttle. Yeah, exactly. Right, smoking brakes. Yeah. Yeah, my brakes were smoking a little bit earlier. I think uh, a twenty-minute session may be pushing it. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> how, what I, about you? Okay, so what I, about you, Dave? How, I, how how's it going for you? Because you did one session solo. I did one session solo. Um, still around to talk about it. That's I, true. I am. I'm. I'm still here. So I. I think. Um, I think I'm finding my groove. I'm. Uh, it's interesting. It's. It's. I'm. I'm going to be very excited to see what it's like with you in the car. Um, I. I'm, I'm working on placement and there's some turns where I could slam it into second gear and kind of wrap higher in the RPMs, but on like this, uh, main, uh, first hairpin out here, I'm, I'm just keeping it in third and riding kind of the edge of boost, the bottom of boost and pulling through because I, I'm not going to take it that hard on my transmission. Like Mm -hmm. if I had less mechanical sympathy for the car, I could be a little bit faster around the tracks. And, but that's not my focus today. My focus is position placement line, the racing line. Exactly. The racing line. Yeah. That, that's my primary goal. That makes sense. That's it. We work on that. That's what we work on in the BMW school where I teach constantly because you can't add speed until you know the line. So you you know the line and then you get faster and faster on that line. 
Excellent. That that's my plan. So we'll see if my car holds up. Ian uh, has. We won't beat on your car. We won't beat on your car. We'll just, we'll just drive the line at a nice, ca- nice, comfortable pace. Perfect. Perfect. So um, last time I was out, uh, I got black flagged. And I thought, how did that happen? I was like, oh shit, my turbo blew. There has to be like fluids just uh, expelling like crazy from my car. Like it has food poisoning, but the car version, which is just owning a sob. Right. But, but I come in and Ian. Yeah. So that was slightly my fault (laughs) in that it was entirely my fault. I, uh, I, there was a misunderstanding with whether Zev could be in the car with you or not. Yeah. And so we got it cleared up and then they were like, oh, well, he's going to miss the rest of the session with him. And I was like, well, just, just black flag him. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> and it was because I shat my pants for half a lap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the, uh, the, the track, the, the, uh, coordinator for this driving event is the responsible party <laughs> even though Ian would like to take credit for it the guy who Ian who's running the event he actually did that to you I, I, I appreciate thank it him. you should thank him yeah, yeah I, I do appreciate it yeah <laughs> you know there is an added benefit to me pooping myself uh, less weight and we all know that means faster laps that's true that's weight, true weight is the enemy here that's, that's right. right where you need weight guys, loss too is in the bottom should, of your pants you guys should go to the bathroom the men's room now <laughs> before you come back out on track <laughs> way ahead of you Zeph way ahead <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's go back out there, and we'll okay. we'll talk again after the next session. Excellent. All right. Ian, hi. I did that. You I, got me, you got me black flagged. I did because you know why? Why? Because it was pretty funny. <laughs> in hindsight, yes. Uh, when I was in my car, I was. I was terrified. I was like, shit, shit, shit. Something's broken. I, I was looking at the road behind me to see if I was like leaving a trail of oil and uh, yeah. like uh, Swedish meatball juice. I, oh man, I, I was seriously panicked. Well, I'm sorry to have scared you, but not enough that I wouldn't do it again. I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, if I'm being honest. Yeah. And not enough that I wouldn't do it to you. <laughs> what was really funny was how enthusiastic the other people were about this idea yeah like because i i said it as a joke because uh-huh. i was like well they're not gonna because they seem to be taking things pretty seriously yeah and then they were like no yeah that's a good idea <laughs> that's i guess that's the only way we could get them in that'll bring them in yeah, yeah that'll bring them yeah. in right quick yep and it did <laughs> and it did yeah um so yeah mission accomplished i say <sighs> so how was how was that that session for you so it was a, it was the second session um how, how did that go for you uh it it went it went better. Um, yeah. So I, so that was your first at speed section session, right? Yes. Yes. I, um, when you got black flagged. Yes. Okay. Um, so the, uh, then I rode with Zev Mm -hmm. on, uh, for I think two laps. Okay. Right. And, uh, and then we, um, then he rode, uh, he rode with me again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll get to that in clip three. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was good. I, I think I, I don't know. I just, I didn't really have my, I just felt uncomfortable that day. And I don't know if it was just, um, me being too concerned about possibly breaking something on the car, but I just, I, I feel like I just didn't have it that day. And maybe it was mm-hmm. the observer effect with Zev because I did feel better when, um, I wasn't being watched. Okay. You know, but I think like, I, I don't know. I like, I, obvi- I obviously need instruction if I want to get faster. Yeah. I mean, I obviously need a lot of things if I want to get faster, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, I was, I was having a good time. I think I just, there was something in the back of my mind that I was just worried about. I mean, I've got a lot of stuff going on, but, um, you know, so it was, uh, it was, I don't know. It was odd. It was okay. odd. And I think you could tell that, right? A little bit, yeah. You yeah. Didn't, you, you didn't seem uh, super enthusiastic about the right. whole thing. But um, yeah, I wasn't sure. You se- you seemed happy with your progress, I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. So I don't I don't know. Yeah, it's it's odd, man. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I'm glad we went, I'm, you know, and I'm glad I, we had the sessions that we did. And, um, you know, we, we can certainly talk more about it after we listen to the third clip. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Sounds good. Ian? Yeah. My car made it around another session. Oh, whew. 
I know. Well, I saw the tow trucks go out, and I was just like, oh, I hope there's not a little greed sob on the back of it when they come back. <laughs> nope, but a, a V8 swapped Miata is going to be on the back of it when it comes back. Did you back. see what happened? Yeah, he spun out. He came in too hot after the straightaway. Oh. Uh, yep. yep. That's a so, exciting place to have that happen. So, so Zev, where do, you th- where do you think I am as a driver? Uh, gaining confidence. Okay. That right. sounds diplomatic. <laughs> what's the what's the what's the real No, actually um big improvement from the first sec- from the first session on the line. So um we we pulled it back a little bit cuz you got a little you know overeager, but Okay. That's typical. And uh I think you're you're pushing the car through a pretty good pretty good line around the course right now. You know, you're on the you're on the racing line for most of it. You know, okay, which is, a, which is a big deal, okay, because that means that we can work on more on key braking points and more on key acceleration points and getting getting f- more fluid around the track and then being um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Manly. No, not manly. That's not the right word. <laughs> Repetitive. Oh, consistent? Consistent. Consistent. Yeah, we're looking for consistency. Same spot in the same turn and the straight each time. Okay. Using the markers. Using the markers. And and so the braking critique that you were giving me was that I needed to brake primarily in a straight line. I didn't need to trail brake. Can you talk through that some more? We were talking about turn four, which is at the end of the long straight here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking about picking a point to break in time at one of the cones. There's four cones there, and so you need to pick one of those and test that and brake hard, get off the brake, let the car settle, and and then turn into turn four because it's a high-speed turn, and you don't want to be going having the, the weight shift in the middle of that turn. So you want to get the the braking done before that turn. Okay. Okay. So it's just important you set up right going into five, unlike that Miata that we saw spin off into the dirt who went into it way hot. You know, you have to you have to pick a point. And the only way you pick the point is by understanding how the car is responding to you and how fa- how comfortable you are with that with your speed. Okay. Okay. So so picking the point, braking braking consistently hard dirt for that point right and letting off the brakes because if all of the weight from braking is over the front wheels you're not going to have the grip to turn right that is true that is true okay yeah that you want to get off you want to brake get your speed onto a you know into a good controlled um situation and then and then turn in there yeah because a lot of people spin off the track there yes yes out the outside on turn four and we saw that Miata go off the inside because he probably just he probably braked really hard in between four and five because he carried too much speed in there and then spun himself is what I'm pretty sure happened. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like. That <laughs> no, no, yeah, that's a fast section to go off on. Yeah, I I I feel like um, it was interesting because uh. I think I'm harder on the car when I'm just on my own than what Zev was. He told me to pull it back. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Which was. So I need, I need more and Dave needs a little less. Yes. Ian, you know, the racing line in your car pretty well. Okay. So we're just, we're working on for you. We're working on refining the, um, the, Basically, I'm what I'm trying to do is get you to go a little faster and break in the more appropriate place, in the more appropriate place, especially in the in the straights. And you know the the basic line around the track. Dave is not super familiar with the track, so I need him to keep the throttle under control so that we can focus on where he's going rather than um, right. the okay. excitement of going around the track. Okay. And, okay. And the distractions of the other cars. Yeah, that's something I've really struggled with. I've gotten blue flagged a couple times when there was not a car very close to me. And so I'm I'm getting conflicting things from Zev saying, you know, just go. And then uh, the the corner workers are flagging me. Yeah, I've I've heard a couple people say that they're maybe a little overzealous with the blue flag. Yeah, they're. But um, I I thought he was just throwing admiring glances at you, actually. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's typically when you get a black flag and then you have to stop on the track and make out with him, I guess. <laughs> that yeah, that's a that's, that's a totally amazing. different flag. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, hey. I'll do anything for free oh, track the, time. There's the Miata. He's oh, back. No. He's back. He really did get taken off the track. Yeah, we're we're watching the Miata get towed off the track on the flatbed. Oh, yeah, poor guy. It's very dirty looking. So that is a a, a Ford five liter V eight in the in the Miata. It is a monster Miata. Wow, it's it sounds it sounds really cool. Righteous. Yeah, and it has stock Miata suspension and brakes. Oh, does it really? Yep. Oh, therein therein lies a problem. Well, yeah, yeah, because like with my car, I've added power, but I haven't done suspension and brakes, and we can see where that gets me. Yeah, yeah. it's almost like it's pretty much if the only you had what I did with my car. If exactly, only you had some sort of what you should do. That's I team clear coat. Suspension and brakes first, and then we built the motor. That's right. what that's right. what I did with mine too. It's almost it, it's almost like you should have had a friend who who told you like maybe it's time for a brake upgrade. Yeah. If yeah. only if only you had someone who cared about you enough to tell you maybe on some sort of medium that we put out yeah like on, a, on the internet a, on like a pod, podcast uh, I think it's called podcast a, a casting of pods yep yep okay well Ian it looks like it's time for you to get going yes it is fund me page for your breaks yes I do <laughs> yes I do <laughs> and I need to go fund me for my balls okay let's go out there I think they're looking for me excellent okay. go for it buddy. So we both then rode as passengers in our own cars, which is always a weird thing, and it's especially weird crazy. on a racetrack. Yeah, Zev did drive my car very slowly, so I would be very interested to see someone who is a very skilled front-wheel drive uh, uh, driver Yeah, uh, see what they could do with the Saab, because it would be hilarious. I would probably throw up a little bit. Yeah, I was talking about this with Anthony. I think you were, you were standing there, too. Like... the nothing is more terrifying than a super fast front wheel drive car. <laughs> but like a true. front wheel drive race car is crazy scary. Yeah. Cause it just want, it just feels like it, they want to rotate all the time. Yep. I, I will tell. And Oh dear God, don't hit the mic stand. <laughs> I was getting all pointy with my finger. I know you were. Yeah. So I, I'll, use, I'll use my left hand instead. Oh yeah. Um, so if you are at the track and for a like an image Volkswagen track day or an open lapping day and mm-hmm. you have the opportunity to take a ride in a fast, fast car or a race prepped car and you have the choice to pick between a front wheel drive car and a rear wheel drive car, you have to take the front wheel drive car at least once in your life. I think you might be right. Yeah. It is insane. Yeah, because I think the, the rear wheel drive car, it feels like you would imagine a race car should feel like yes. if it's set up properly. That's right. You know? Yeah. yeah. F- it, it all makes sense. Right. Yeah. Your mind isn't playing any tricks on you. Yeah. Right? And like, the front wheel drive car, it just, it, it felt like it was like super snappy on the, on the straightaways. It feels like it's going to spin at any second. Yeah. And it just looked like a handful. It did not look fun, honestly. The, the amount of speed that you carry into a turn is baffling. It's, How late you break into turns is crazy. Yeah. Well, and, and just, it's just all trail break all left foot trail braking yeah uh and scrubbing off speed and just rotating like like under braking which yeah honestly i think is awful and terrifying feeling i like it i, I don't i don't enjoy i guess you, you don't have as much control when you're rotating under braking you just don't have as much control no no you don't but i think uh when you're rotating on power that's that's a different story. But but I think once you've hit the apex and you're back on power and yeah. the front is just scrambling for every bit of grip and you're not worried about over applying power because you're going to spin, mm-hmm. I think that is that is a very alluring thing to a front wheel drive car okay. on the track. Yeah. Right. For me at least, yeah. All right. Yeah, cuz I mean it's like it's one or zero, like foot <laughs> yeah. foot down out of the yeah. turn, foot down. <laughs> You know, it's true. Yeah. It's um, true. but so speaking of that, Zev actually had me pull back when he was riding with me. Yeah. Um, because I think he, um, was emphasizing that I was not focusing on the racing line mm-hmm. and that I was just focusing on, uh, just going faster on the track. Yeah. And I think that was, that was, I, I think I actually heard him tell you not to worry about the trail breaking thing because yeah. you were going to be, cause he wanted you to learn the traditional breaking points first and then you could kind of add that stuff later. Okay. Um, which made sense. I, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think it did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that was good. That was good. Uh, Zev and I were, were also witness to, uh, the Mazda Miata with a V8 swap spinning. Yeah. Uh, and going off the track. So, yeah. And I, we, and Zev and I saw the Lotus 
Uh, that Lotus, uh, that race prep Lotus car that was on slicks. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. spun right in front of us on its first lap because he had cold tires. Yeah. It was like tw- 20 seconds out. Yeah. On the course and for it, the day. I mean, right in front of us and it almost hit me. Um, oh, dear God. So that was fun. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's weird. It's weird sitting in the passenger seat of your own car. It is. Yeah, it is. And honestly, I think he, he did two laps, I think, uh, driving, driving my car and it, um, there was, uh, I, I would say turn five and we're going to go through the course at, at the end of the show, I think a little bit, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, turn, turn five. He, he definitely showed me a, a place that I could, um, add some speed and turn one is, uh, was, uh, my biggest improvement over the course yeah. of the day. Um, and he, he definitely showed me a, a, you know, a better way to do, to do that. Nice. Corner, so nice. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so real quick. So then we had just kind of a, a, a burner session at the end of it where anybody could go out. Yeah. Right. You went out and I had you black flagged. You did. I That's did. Right, yeah. yeah. Because I wanted to ride with you. I had never ridden in your car on the track. I also did the same thing of looking in my rearview mirror to see what fluids I yeah. was leaking. And then I was like, oh, this is payback. Yep. Yep. Oh. No, but I honestly genuinely wanted to ride with you. And I'm glad I did because, Ian, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, my car's my car's good. I mean, it's it's planted and it and, understeers like a son of a bitch. But, and you're yeah. a good driver. Oh, damn it, Dave. You are. You are. And you. yeah, you know how to handle that car. Yeah, I'm 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 proficient with that car. I will I will I will say that. Yeah. Um, and especially I, th- I honestly Zev helped me out so much with uh turn 1 um cuz that's a, that's a tough I, tough corner. I actually think you could go a little bit later into that corner. I could. Yeah. I could. I was yeah. definitely leaving leaving myself um like one whole cone. Some some cushion. Yeah. Uh I don't think I, I maybe a half a cone. Okay. But um I had yeah, I was leaving myself a little bit on the table um because I've seen cars go off there and oh, it's yeah. pretty terrifying. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a it's a pretty quick corner. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, um I yeah, I felt a lot better about it. Good. It, it it showed riding with you, you were very consistent. Um you nailed your downshifts. I mean, you, yeah, you you just put it all together. Like you were Thanks. falling into that rhythm that's necessary and and that's really going to help you when you race lemons. I hope so. Yeah, and by the end of it, like he had the uh the radios that the Oh yeah, the hel- those were great. Yeah. The little like, you know, wired helmet to helmet radios. And I um I felt comfortable enough. I was in enough of a rhythm that I could like talk through the lap like oh, while nice. i was okay like while i was driving it good um, good so i i felt uh i felt i felt good after after uh, a few sessions nice yeah. buddy nice i did 60 miles yeah 60 yeah. miles at eight miles to gallon. yeah yeah <laughs> you know and um i'm really excited for you to ride with me uh the next time we go the track we have I am to too. we have to make a point of that and uh i yeah. think we should also swap cars one one session i'm afraid to drive your car um, why? Because I, you know me when I get in someone else's car, I kind of drive like a grandpa. Like it takes me a little while to build up a comfort level with a car before I flog it. Well, see this, and this is where I think this, this is one of the things I love most about my car. It is, it is so forgiving and yeah. so like you have to kind of work to fuck it up. Work it girl. Yeah, exactly. You got to do that. Yeah. And you uh-huh. got to say, say that, uh-huh. uh, that basically, I mean, it's it's almost impossible to crash that car on a, so, on a track. I think. So we we do talk a lot of shit about the uh, how unreliable our cars are. Mm-hmm. But f- I mean, if you look at what happened on Wednesday, we beat on them like we were wrapping hard. We were turning like I, like we were putting our cars yeah. through paces that they do not see on the streets. And guess what? They took them all happily. Yeah. I, I think, uh, the first session I had, uh, my, I came back in and my brakes were smoking. They were. Um, and I think I had a slightly soft pedal after, a, one of the sessions that was a little bit longer. Okay. Um, that was like, I think there was one session that was like 25 ish, 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. And I, I kind of went hard that whole session. Yeah. But I mean, for us, for a road car, 
Yeah. It it just it just does it. And yeah. It just it does, does it consistently and there's no surprises and yeah. that's exactly what you want yep. to learn on, I think. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. I so. think my car is quite a bit more terrifying on the track than yours. Just yeah, because it, I can imagine <laughs> it, it walks, it's it wanders. Yeah. yeah, it's difficult to control. Yeah, and uh, but luckily, High Plains is pretty. There's not a it's lot a very of like forgiving course. Yeah, there's not a lot. Well, there's not a lot of like crazy bumps or cambers or anything yeah. that you have to worry about. Which or is good. walls close to uh, the turns. Yeah, except yeah. for turn one. Except, except for, turn for turn one. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do we have another recorded segment? Nope, that's it. Okay, all right. So let's 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 talk through the. Through the course sure. and like where, what we worked on, in, on on all the corners. I don't think that'll take that long. But no. Listeners, go to highplainsraceway.com. You can pull up a map of the course. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if you want to follow along. So you start out at the... Uh, so at, let's let's do the, the, the pit lane. Yeah, the pit yeah. straight. Yeah. On the, on the pit straight. The start finish line is on the pit straight. Um, and so the first turn there, turn one, it's a little bit uh, less than 90 degrees. And uh, it's pretty sharp and it comes up on you pretty quick, but it's pretty high speed. It is, um, the, and the thing of, because it, it, it's not ninety degrees, it actually opens and it has a good. Uh, it's wide, right? I think the, um, you know the, um, the thing about it is that it's sort of blind in the braking zone because the, it is because that pit wall is there, and it's a it's a pretty fast corner. I think it's probably sixty sixty five ish miles an hour. Okay. Um, in my car anyway, uh, which again, understeer is like crazy. Yeah. You have to be so patient with it. But, um, yeah, nailing that braking zone is a little tricky cause it's uphill. Um, it is uphill. It's, it's yeah. slightly uphill. Um, and, um, and again, the, the corner's blind. So getting it, getting that consistent is, is tough and there's probably going to be, I know I've seen advanced groups there and, and, mm-hmm. uh, SCCA events and stuff where, uh, that gets congested, so I'm a yep. little nervous about that. Yep. But luckily, the exit is very wide, and that exit curb um, is pretty forgiving as yes. well. Yeah. Um, so you can kind of make use of that if you need to. Uh, the thing about it uh, is that then you're into turn turn two, right? Which is almost 180 degrees uh, right. sweeper, right? Um, that's a that's a turn I stay in third gear for because I can stay at the bottom of boost. I could go hard into second gear there, but mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I think that's a, that's a third gear corner for me. And the trick there with that one too, there's a couple corners like this is to just like be super patient with it and not turn into, it's easy to turn in way too early it is there. Ve- yeah. I have to turn in very late for it. Yeah. Yep. I go, I go it with that car with, with my car, I go super deep into it and then, and then, yep. uh, and then try to get a, 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 a early exit out. Um, which, which takes us to turn three, which is kind of two small turns. Yeah. Turn three is more of a kink. I usually, I, if I get a good exit out of two, I'm like a, a little, a little just uh, settle the car with the brake yep. know, tap before you enter turn three. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and I will typically just let off the throttle just a touch. Just a lift. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just a lift. And then three and three. It looks like two turns on the map, but you take it as one turn. Yeah. You can you can basically take it as a constant radius. Yeah. Uh, and just unwind it onto the main onto the big back straight. Yep. Um, and I was hitting. Uh, a little over 110, 110, 112, yep. somewhere in there yeah. pretty consistently. I was hitting about 102, 105, somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, th- and then we had some crazy cars around yeah. us. Like there was that ZL1, there was uh, a couple Corvettes. Yep. Uh, and then, oh, that, uh, that, uh, Mercedes-Benz GLA. That GLA AMG yeah. was so fast. It was really fast. He would just... I don't like that car, but it was really fast. Oh, so fast. Um, But yeah, so uh, you can... The, the front straight goes up until you hit turn four. Yep. And turn four... Is this pretty is pretty scary. This is where your butt pucker shut. Yeah, this is the yeah. the biggest pucker moment I think on the on the track for me. Anyway. It's maybe a forty five degree turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like you, it's blind because yep. you're again you're cresting uphill, a hill. Yep, uphill in the braking zone. Um, you know, I think the way I the what was working for me was um, getting off the brakes pretty early, uh, and then you know getting into my maintenance throttle early. So that you that way you get some visibility and yep. and and be able to see where you're going, because 
while I don't think it's super necessary to use all the track on on four because five comes up really fast. Yep. And so four is a right hand, five is a left. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't really have time to get all the way over and then all the way back. Right. So four, by the time you get to the end of the braking zone, you're sighted. You can see, you can see the exit and everything. Five though is totally blind until you turn in. It's, it is a steep downhill. It drops away from you. Yeah. It is a blast. It's, that's the hardest corner on the track for me. I fly through that. I can't. Yeah. I, I I can't wait for you to ride with me on that corner. Yeah. It's so fun because I, I, it's so easy for me to nail it because mm-hmm. it, like once I hit the apex, it's full throttle straight at the curb. Yeah. And by the time I get there, the car has straightened out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it kind of falls away from you um, mm-hmm. right there. And I've also seen two people go off there. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm a little skittish around, huh. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, the track completely falls away, but you can kind of use that camber. Yep. And there's a little bit of compression bonus yeah, there there around, around that. Yep. Um, and we'll get to compression bonus for me in turn seven, but anyway. Yeah. So after, after that, uh, pucker moment of turn five, we have the hairpin. Yeah. Uh, turn six. Yeah. So turn six, super late apex. It, t- it so tightens late. Yeah. It starts, it starts wider and then it really tightens at the end. And they trick you by putting the curbing pretty early yeah. in the yep. corner. So it looks like, oh, well that's where my, that's where I'm supposed to turn it. No, it's a trick. It's a trap. Don't do it. Yeah, I think that they've they've corrected that by putting little pylons out. Yeah, there. so I was aiming yeah. for the third pylon, the okay. third, the last pylon. Yeah, okay. is what I point my car at. Okay, and then go. So I go super deep. I'm almost into the grass. Okay, I think when you rode with me. Yeah, I mean, I I think I hit that pretty well. I, yeah, you I did. Re- I really like my line through six. That's mm-hmm. the one corner on the track that I think I have a good line through. Okay. Um. Uh, and then you get a good exit uh, onto that little short. There's a short straightaway before a, a large uphill sweeping right-hander turn seven. Yeah. This is my favorite turn on the on the course. Yeah, turn seven's hard because it, it's, uh, or it's not hard, it's interesting because there's so many fast lines through there. The, the thing, yeah, so the the way that I approach it is I'll, st- I'll actually start a little early and I'll load up the front suspension uh-huh. and my car is not fast enough to break away from that grip. Right. So I can just lean into the throttle. Yeah. And as you come up over it, you're cresting a hill and you think you're, as you're kind of working towards the outer left-hand side of the track mm-hmm. to take that nice exit, you kind of think you're about to go off the road. Yeah. Uh, but as you crest that hill, there's more road there. Yeah. It's weird because it, it uh-huh. looks, because it, it's, it's off camber, but increasingly so. So like yeah. when you're in the, in the middle or uh, tight to the inside curbing or at the, in the middle of the, the track. So a lot of people just take the middle of the track. They don't even bother trying to hit yep. an apex there, which I think is a, I think is probably a really fast Could line. Could be valid. Yeah. Um, but as you get further away from the middle, uh, you get closer and closer to the outside. It does start to, the camber starts to go away from you uh-huh. and you're in the marbles and everything else. So it is, it is a tricky corner in that you have so many options, you yeah, know, like some, you do. like some corners are easy because there's only one way. Yeah. There's only yeah. one line yeah. uh-huh. and you hit it or you don't. Boom. Yep. Yeah. In and out. Yep. So yep. seven's hard to get consistent through, I think. Yeah. But the, the, the exit of seven is very critical. It is. Because turn eight comes um, up really quick and eats people. Yeah, it does. Turn eight will eat you because it's it, a sharp left hand hairpin. Yeah. And the, the thing about it is that it, uh, the braking zone is on a crest. Yes, it is. So, yes, it is. so you need, you really need to like get the car settled before you get to that crest. Otherwise you're, you've missed it. Yep. You're, you're done. Yep. Um, I was taking too late of an apex through there, I think. Okay. And Zev, Zev showed me another line through there where basically, uh, I, I could turn in a little bit earlier than I was and, okay. and still carry a little bit of speed. Oh, okay. Um, and that, that worked well for me. And I think I did that when you were with uh-huh. me. Um, but yeah, I was like doing super late 
and it's a little bit different too because we were that's where the the short course splits off so yep. you don't do the the run down to 9 10 and 11 so so then you you go into a sweeping right-hander called 13s for the short course and this one's a lot of fun this is kind yeah. of almost like the opposite of 7 where you kind of keep going and you don't think the road's going to be there and then as you kind of come up over this little uh, crest that's on part of the downhill yeah. there's more road there and like you can just kind of pop out yeah and you have to be you really like you don't want to be on the inside of that no not at all you need to be far to the outside because uh, the chicane of 14 and 15 is coming up right and that put the 14 15 spits you back out under the under the pit straight uh, so you got to be like way way to the outside of 13 we've seen a lot of people spin there Yep. 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 Because again, there's a big elevation change there because you yep. go down into uh, the the uh, thirteen and fourteen. To, yeah. yeah, to thirteen and fourteen. And if you um, miss, if if you're too far to the inside, and then you try to do a correction over that crest, yes, it's easy to swap ends like super fast. Yep. Um, so yeah, staying like way way patient through thirteen S is really critical. And then you can hit those chicane. Then you're set up for the chicanes, and you can just go and yeah you're done yeah and it flying out of flying out of turn 15 onto the straightaway is thrilling because that's fun it's not a very sharp turn and it's easy to hit yeah it's really easy to see the apex and it's really easy to to put the car in the right place on and the and the, again the exit point. curb is pretty forgiving yeah as it well, is so. it is yeah uh the other thing that i want to talk about on this track is the the pit out okay that's terrible right it is it is yeah yeah, because you're basically full throttle with with other cars, and you're uh, you, it's it's around the the whole radius of turn two, and it kind of puts you out, like not on the exit of turn two, but you're still in not turn on two the, on the exit of turn two. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you if it's it's kind of hard to see. It is. Yeah, you have to look back over your shoulder and across the passenger seat of the car. If if yeah, passengers, it's handy if a se- if a second person is in there to spot you. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Or a third person, like we took a ride in Seth's <laughs> station wagon around the track. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That he, was great. Uh, so he had a Mazda six station wagon uh-huh. with a stick. Yep. Um, and coilovers and coilovers. That thing gripped it like did. crazy. Yeah, it did. It did. I was impressed. It, I was very impressed. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I had, uh, a little underpowered, but other than that, it yeah. was awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was tons of fun. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I don't know. I I'm I'm happy with with the progress I made. I'm glad I, I'm glad I went. Good. I think everybody should go check out Track Night in America. If you have any kind of inclination of of driving your car quickly and you want to learn more about it, do something like that. We we can't recommend it enough. And if you do, if you want to go with us, let us know. Let Ian and I know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not like we're going to uh you know uh make it uh more lucky for you if we're there <laughs> probably quite the opposite but uh you know like uh this is something that we'd love to do with listeners more often so yeah, yeah. every time we go out there we meet and we talk to great people and it's it's a lot of fun yeah yeah um i, I think all of that is accurate yeah yeah so tracknightinamerica.com um thank you zev peanutbutterplan.org and uh, yeah, so. and, and thank you everyone with Track Night in America. Yeah, um, for sure. Thank the you, CCA Corner Workers. Yeah, Ian and Anthony especially, uh, they did a great job um, working the event and uh, and providing feedback to everybody. I mean, they they would you know bring people in to talk to them uh, yep. through things that they they could see from the from the uh, flag stand uh, and you know give general pointers and they did a really good job. Yep. Yep. And just a good tone of the the whole event. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, Ian, Dave, hey buddy, can we play FMK cars? We can now? play FMK cars. You know what? After such a serious podcast, how about we? It get, was serious. How about we get a little silly? It was super serial. It was super serial, guys. Why was it so super serial. Do you want to? Do you want to explain it? Uh, so here we go. FMK cars is a game that Ian and I invented. It's the game FMK Fuck Mary Kill that we play with cars instead of people because we're nice. Mm-hmm. Uh. So F means you get to drive it for a day. It is, uh, you hit it and quit it, you know, much like the Utes say. Uh, then M, Mary, it is your daily driver. This is what you have to whip on the daily. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then K, it goes to the crusher immediately. Yeah. That car is killed. Yes. All right. So Ian. Yes. Uh, how about you go first, buddy? Okay. Does this have a catch? Nope. Okay. Straight up. Mine is straight up and... Mine's straight up too. Timely. Straight up now, tell me. Oh. Who's it going to be? Oh. 
Oh yeah. But is that, is that some hip hoppington? No, that was uh straight up. Now tell me, is it going to be, <laughs> it was like Paul Abdul or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. These were just cars that we raced with at high plains. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Yeah. Right? We might have the same thing. Go oh, on. Okay. V8 Mi- Miata. That's in mine too. Okay. You told me you weren't doing one of those. I lied. Okay. Uh, Tanner's 20th anniversary VW GTI. Oh, I really like Tanner's VW GTI. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and Mazda six wagon with a roof box. Nice. Yeah. That was a great thing about riding around there was that because he, we kept the Thule roof box on and, that, and there was I, three of us. Yeah. And we could hear stuff <laughs> rattling around in there. It was awesome. It was uh, pretty fantastic. So, okay. So the thing about the Miata is that it had a Mustang V8, mm-hmm. uh, but stock Miata suspension and brakes. Yeah. So it looked like more of a handful than my car. Yeah. It was wiggly. Was it? I, yeah. I mean, I was, I was, it was in your group. So I, yeah. I didn't really get to see it. Yeah. When he accelerated, you could see the whole thing lean back. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah it was hilarious. It was, <laughs> it was adorable. It looked like it was blast. Yeah. So, okay. So it's the, he also had really long hood pins. Uh huh. And so we <laughs> kept talking about it. Like we would see him go down the pit straight and it looked like his hood was going to come off. Okay. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I have to marry the Mazda 6 with a v- V6 and a manual transmission and, and a roof box. Yeah. Because, like, that is a, that's a Dave car. Like, yeah. it, it's got a bike rack, it's a wagon, it's a manual transmission. Zeb did yeah. a really good job with that car. The he wheels did. he put on it. Perfect. And the color, it's, yeah, it's really cool. Well done, Zev. Yeah. 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 Um, and then let's see. So then that leaves, leaves me the Miata. And what was the other one? The uh, 20th anniversary. Oh, Tanners. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Man. For anyone I, who's not aware, the 20th anniversary GTI, that was a Mark IV. Uh, it was like a special edition. Yeah. Um, my my friend Lex had one. Okay. Yep. Um, and it, it's, uh, it has like a... Uh, an appearance package on it that has like a, it's almost like the R32 yeah. splitter, but it's like a little bit smaller. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It's really, it's cool. It yeah. looks good. Um, and it's turbo six speed. Yeah. The 1.8. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, dang, this is tough. Since it's an F, I have to F the Miata. Yeah. Because I like Tanner's car is awesome. Uh, but if I'm just picking one thing to drive for just a day, just mm-hmm. to have my kicks, it's going to be that Miata. Yeah. Yeah. So that means I have to kill the 20th anniversary Volkswagen. Sorry, Lex. Sorry, Sorry Tanner. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mine is called Cars for Days. Track Cars for Track Days. I like it. Okay. Oh, you had a better title than me. M- Miata with the Mustang V8. Yeah. Subaru BRZ, bone stock. Oh, yeah. I, I said GT86 earlier. Eh, whatever. Yeah, same yeah, thing. Same thing. Uh, then lastly, Mercedes-Benz GLA 45 AMG. <laughs> um, that's a tough one. Because that Mercedes-Benz is straight up ugly. It is ugly. And it sounds so weird, but it's so fast. Yeah. It's so fast. Yeah. Yeah. That thing was silly fast. I can't, I, I still, I still think about like <laughs> how fat, how quick he, he blew by me Yeah, on that, on the straightaway. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to crush the GLA J- just because you can't do it. Yeah, I think so. Cause I, you know, you know me, I like exhaust noises more than yep. turbo noises, even, even when they're slower and they often hour. Yeah. Um, um, so I think. I think I'm gonna marry the BRZ. Really? Yeah. Okay. I like I like those cars. I think they're okay. cool. And All then right. I, I would F the 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 V8 Miata. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that's a car to live with. No. I mean, even I am not dumb enough to try to live with that. Yeah. Car. Yeah. yeah. So okay. That, that's 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 all I gotta say about that. Nice, buddy. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, cool, man. Um, we want to thank the listeners for uh, hanging with us through this, uh, you know, very special track day episode of Team Clear Coat. Yeah, very special. In case you guys haven't caught on, usually it just means we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We're just winging an, uh, something new. And uh, yeah, that that's true. And we're also probably not going to talk about shitting Yankee candles. <laughs> Because like it's going to be a little bit more serious. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, like, you know, like shitting a Yankee candle, that's kind of the, like, epitome of not being serious. So, true. Yeah. True. Yeah. Unless you actually go through with it, in which case, 
Wow, that's yeah. serious. That's serious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, listeners, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, whatever you like. Team Clearcoat at Team Clearcoat. Follow or uh, send us an email uh, with your FMK cars ideas, or just uh, you know tell us what you think about the show. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we seriously love hearing from people. We want to give a shout out to our buddy James in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Reached out to us on Instagram. Uh, you know we're pulling for you, buddy, and we hope that things are all right. Um, and we, uh, we can't tell you how happy it makes us to know that, uh, somebody out there, uh, is digging what we're, what we're doing. Just two idiots in a blanket fort. Uh, one of them is, has been farting quite a bit the entire show. <laughs> and the other one I think is either too polite or hasn't noticed. <laughs> I haven't noticed. I haven't All right. Noticed. Guys, I got away with it. Yeah. Um, I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's see here. Ian is on the, uh, anyway. Yeah. Write us a review on iTunes. Do that. Uh, yeah. We'll send you stickers. We're going to send you stickers. Uh, give us a reason to send you stickers. Just do something and we'll send you stickers. Like, we love putting stickers in the mail. Yeah. Why are you getting angry all no, of a not, sudden? I'm not. I'm happy. This, this is my happy sound. <laughs> this is my happy voice. Can't you tell I'm really delighted? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, no, so, uh, yeah. Do- <laughs> angry farts. <laughs> Major desserts and everything. You did. It was good. Thanks for making Fido. No problem. Yeah, guys, Ian cooked me Fido before we podcast. Gaston. Cook is really stretching it. Ian, you applied heat to oil and then dough to oil, and yeah. it was delicious. Yeah, and then sugar to dough. Yeah, and then dough, and then Fat, and then that, dough, sugar, <laughs> and then all Yum. that into my mouth. Yes, it was great. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. So, uh, yeah. Write us a review on iTunes. Um. You know. Uh. Yeah. Let us know. We'll send you stickers. And uh, definitely fo- check out peanutbutterplan.org definitely and tracknightinamerica.com do that do those things also follow Ian on Instagram and Twitter at I roll so hard E-Y-E roll so hard maybe do that yeah Uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter nuck nuck goose N-U-K N-U-K goose definitely do that Uh, I don't know about that Um, (laughs) and then uh, let's see here follow my buddy Joe Hammers on Instagram I consider him to be America's greatest living photographer Joe Hammers on Instagram. Um, yeah, that's about it. If you're in Colorado, come do bike races with me. Team Meow. Look up Team Meow on Facebook. And uh, yeah, that's that's about it. Okay. What else you got, buddy? Nothing? I think, I think we're good. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye.